Well, hello there. Welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to episode 305 of Sustainable Minimalist, a twice-weekly show about intentional and eco-minimalist living. On today's show, we are discussing whether the future is refillable. According to National Public Radio, the average American generates more than 250 pounds of plastic waste every year, and most of it comes from packaging. So think to yourself for a minute. Try and imagine in your mind, what would 250 pounds of plastic waste look like? Each of us in America generate that much trash every single year. Consumers are becoming more aware of the scope of the packaging problem. But generally, in general, we as consumers don't want to change our purchasing behaviors, and we collectively don't want to purchase less, right? Enter refillables. Brands are hopping on the refillable or circular or zero-waste bandwagon. Lots of words there, lots of buzzwords that all effectively mean the same thing. But they're offering these options as a means of both appeasing eco-conscious consumers and hopefully perhaps gaining some new eco-conscious consumers. So on today's show, we're asking ourselves two questions. The first question is, does investing in a refillable option, such as my peanut butter in a refillable jar or my mascara in a refillable tube or my shampoo in a bottle that I can bring to the store and refill up in store, do these options actually make a dent in our environmental problems? That's question number one. And question number two is a deeper, more philosophical question. Is product packaging the problem? Or is it our consumption habits that's the problem? Now, there are a lot of brands that offer a refillable option in addition to all their single-use options, but there are very few brands currently who offer only closed-loop products. By the way, the brands that sell a refillable option, that is down and dirty greenwashing, in my humble opinion. And so today I am speaking with Shannon Goldberg. Shannon is the founder of Izzy Zero Waste Beauty, and she's also a change agent in the refillable space because her brand offers mascara and lip gloss only in refillable tubes. Shannon, so excited, so thrilled to have you on. How are you? Me too. Good. How are you? I am so great. Thank you for asking. Why don't we start today by you telling us about yourself, but also more specifically, what led up to you creating a zero-waste beauty company? Sure thing. So I am Shannon. I am the founder and chief zero-waste officer at Izzy Zero Waste Beauty. I have been in beauty for almost two decades now, but I never had the pleasure of working on a clean or sustainable brand. COVID happened. I lost my job like many people did. And I really was at this turning point in my career of what was next. And just knowing where the world was headed and being stuck at home like everyone else, I had so many boxes showing up at my doorstep. (laughs) I'm sure like you did too. I felt like I remember being depressed if an Amazon box didn't end up on my doorstep. But the one thing I noticed during that time was, holy moly, the amount of trash I was going through when I was at home. I think it's something like the average American goes through almost four pounds of garbage a day. And then it really started to get me thinking about the beauty industry and how wasteful it is. And I remember being stuck at home in quarantine and I read this article about how in beauty we go through 120 billion units of plastic packaging a year. And I remember just being shook to my core with that information. And I knew that 
I could do one thing and do it well. And that was the idea of like, how can I create something once in terms of packaging and how can it be endlessly refillable? And how can we get away with the whole single use plastic crisis that we're facing? I mean, next to food, beauty is the number two contributor to plastic waste. Well, I mentioned earlier, you know, the closed loop model is becoming increasingly popular. So tell us what that closed loop model looks like and what does it look like specifically at Izzy? What are you selling and how does it work? So closed loop just means that nothing goes to landfills or waterways. One thing that I realized early on is that people don't like going out of their way to be more sustainable. So I looked to certain subscription brands that I personally love and use, Rent the Runway and Newly, and I even use the food boxes. And I realized the one thing that I love about them is that they're easy, that I really don't have to go out of my way. These are just brands and products that I love and I trust, and they save me time and just check all the boxes in my mind for a great brand. So Izzy, in order to really be circular and actually get our products back so we can clean and refill them, the brand has to be based on a subscription service. The product shows up in our reusable mailers. Then all you have to do is take the prepaid return label, put it in the packaging with your used product. When you look at our medical grade stainless steel tubes, they are meant to be washed and refilled more than 10,000 times. So nothing goes in the garbage. And then the water that we use in our triple medical grade cleanse actually gets purified and put back into the process. So even the water from our cleansing process doesn't end up in waterways. We do the cleaning, the refills and the breakdown of the componentry. And that's it. Easy peasy. Mm. I have so many questions for you, Shannon, but the first one is you mentioned a really important point there, which is that people don't like to do extra work if doing extra work means being sustainable. And so I would agree with you that the extra work associated with subscribing to any closed loop or circular subscription is minuscule. It's literally you put the packaging in the prepaid bag and put it in your mailbox. It's minuscule, non-heavy lifting work. But for some people, it's still work. Like I can't even all the time return my library books. (laughs) So what do you say to listeners like me who argue that their mental load is just so overwhelming as it is, they would rather go to CVS and buy the mascara that's there because there's no return of packaging. What do you say to them? I used to be one of them. I still am one of them. It's really hard to go fully zero waste. And a lot of these brands don't exist yet. So I imagine most of us are living with one foot in and one foot out. But the thing is, Listen, everyone checks their mail. Everyone checks their mail. When you're checking your mail, all you're going to do is put this reusable mailer in your mailbox. It's already pre-labeled. It really requires no work outside of your daily life habits that you already have. So that's the way I look at it. And the reason you would want to do it is it means you're no longer part of the problem. So that means you're not part of the 200 million pieces of plastic mascaras that are going to our landfills and ocean. So that's the way we need to think about it as product by product at this point. Hmm. I used to subscribe to Loop, which for anybody who's listening and doesn't know, Loop once was, and perhaps maybe still is, the biggest closed loop or refillable food provider. So it worked like this. I paid a little bit more 
for each product at the outset. So an extra two or three or five dollars on top of the price of the food product. And then the product would get shipped to me. I would consume the product. And then when I returned the container, I would get that two or three or five dollars back. But if I didn't return the container, I didn't get those dollars refunded. And I say all this to say that For many refillable subscription services out there, there is almost always a penalty associated, a financial penalty associated with not returning the packaging. And so I'm wondering why companies have financial penalties in place. And I'm also wondering what you'd say to listeners who are thinking to themselves right now, holy moly. I can't take another financial hit. Inflation's through the roof. I can't afford $5 per product if I lose or misplace or forget to return the packaging. What would you say to them? I know. So that this was a really hard decision on our end. I feel like most people fall off their chair when I tell you how expensive Izzy's are for us to create as a brand. It is a very heavy lift. But the whole point of why we use medical grade stainless steel is because it really does have endless possibilities and an endless life for endless refills. If you as the customer lose the product or misplace it, whatever it is, and we give clients a lot of chances. We work with you. We believe it's all about communication. So there's that stuff happens. But the whole thing is you paid for a premium product. This mascara is $40 upfront unless you are a member with us. So if you lose it, you just paid for overly expensive medical grade stainless steel mascara. So at least like you want your money to work for you. That's why we make it so easy. So not only are we texting you, we're emailing you, we're making sure that you have all of the live updates and we work with you too. But for us as a brand, why it's important for us is we actually do want to make it cheaper for you. The refills are cheap over time rather than paying for a $40 product over and over again. We want you to win financially, but also for us, we aim to purchase as little Componentry as possible. Like once 10,000 of these pieces are produced, the idea is to keep them in circulation so they can just be refilled over and over Mm. again. I definitely want to talk to you about the trash problem in a second. But before we do that, I want to talk about the refillable option. Probably a lot of listeners are listening right now and they're thinking to themselves that closed loop, circular, refillable. We have a lot of words going on to describe the same thing. But this subscription model sounds good, right? On paper, no more mascara tubes, no more lip gloss tubes, no more peanut butter jars going to the landfill. That all sounds good. And it probably makes those of us who have the means, the financial means, the mental space means to do it, it likely makes us feel good about ourselves. But in the grand scheme of things, when this planet is facing so many problems, is getting my mascara in a refillable tube or my peanut butter in a refillable jar, does that actually make a difference? It does. It makes sense for the customer because you're no longer being part of the problem. It's a change of a habit on our end as people. It's just we're just changing our habits to be more sustainable. The idea is to get away from single-use plastics. So the more we can refill and reuse, that is impacting all of our imprints. We know we're in code red for climate change. We hear it on the news all of the time, and it's scary. And I think people feel impervious sometimes, like nothing's going to happen. A lot of people feel like nothing is happening, and it's all lies or drama or whatever it is. But it's let's face the facts, like the earth has gone through 
you know, five mass extinctions before us. Who's to say a couple of degrees hotter on this planet that the same thing isn't going to happen? So if there's anything that we can do as people and hey, if you don't care about yourself, like care about the next generation, like we are guests on this earth, really. So for these little things that require little to not really going out of our way, if brands can make it easier, if retailers can make it easier, then people will have an easier time adopting this lifestyle. But really, we all have to try to be better. Yeah, what you're speaking to there is something I recently covered on the show, which is short term versus long term thinking, right? Going to CVS and buying your makeup in the plastic, whatever, for less money and less, less overwhelm, because you're just throwing the packaging in the trash. That is the convenient, but also the short term option. We need to, if we want to have any chance of continuing to exist as a species, we need to start playing the long game. So I think that's what you're saying there. Shannon, when we come back, we're going to talk about the waste problem, the carbon emissions waste, the packaging waste. We're going to get there after a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you've been paying attention, you've likely heard something about gut health and why zoning in on your gut health is so darn important. You need EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. It's a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. I started taking EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense because I have a bloating problem, friends. Yes, I do. Inflammation is not my friend. Since taking one capsule a day on an empty stomach with water, I have noticed more energy, improved skin, and here's the big one, reduced bloating. Head to myeq.com and use code SUSTAINABLE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and so much more. That's myeq.com and use code SUSTAINABLE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. Nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, and that's why I am so excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine. Coast of Maine is an organic soil brand that offers a full range of products designed to cover all of your garden and lawn needs. In years past, my vegetable garden, I neglected the soil and I didn't have much yield. If your soil lacks appropriate nutrients for success, your garden may not succeed. And so this year, I am so excited to cultivate the soil before planting the plants with Coast of Maine's organic products. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. So next time you're at your local retailer, look for Coast of Maine products. Get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. Coastofmaine.com. And we are back. I'm speaking with Shannon Goldberg. She is the founder of Izzy Zero Waste Beauty. And today we are talking about the closed loop or the circular or the refillable subscription model. Is it actually making a difference or is it gaining traction to make us feel good about ourselves? Shannon, before the break, we discussed the potential benefits, but I would love to speak to you about the potential 
drawbacks or dare I even say greenwashing, you know, when we're sending something back. So in this case, we're sending back a mascara or a lip gloss tube, medical grade, amazing, not plastic, like amazing thing, but we still have to ship it back. That takes carbon emissions in the form of an extra trip on a diesel burning truck or perhaps even an airline. In the zero waste movement, we always tend to focus on waste as like plastic-free. We consider zero waste and plastic-free synonymous, but I argue that waste comes in many forms and carbon emissions, these are also forms of waste. So how do you remedy that in your own mission? Extra shipping, is that really zero waste? That's a great question. And you hit the nail on the head. It's not just about being plastic-free. It's not just about using a reusable mailer or being circular. It's so much more. One big thing that we really wanted to challenge ourselves to change and rethink was our supply chain. So you're right. Normally what happens is you get your components from Asia. Sometimes your formulas come from Italy. They get assembled in New Jersey. Then they go to the retailer. Then they go to the retailer's DC and then ends up at the store that you shopped at and then back to your house. That one little lip gloss that you bought has traveled all the way around the world before it ends up in your hands. And we know that in beauty. We are notorious for these massive carbon footprints. So Izzy, knowing there there are vendors everywhere, it was more about do we have the right vendors in a small space to actually get the job done? So we were able to shrink our imprint to a 400-mile radius. You could run our entire supply chain on one tank of gas or two Tesla charges. Everything takes place between New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. That's it. We don't go anywhere else for anything. Now, what's great about Izzy, going back to the whole receive and send back process, is that 400-mile radius shrinks over time. So you asked, why not just buy another new product? Why would I choose a refill? It's way more emissions and way more energy to keep restarting from the beginning. Whereas in our case, the medical-grade stainless steels are... It's produced already. So that heavy lift is done in the beginning. On your end, what comes next is just the cleaning and the refills, which is all done in one place at this point. So then it's more about the product being dismantled, cleaned and refilled, and then back to our warehouse and then back to you rather than the whole supply chain all over again, which is what happens with most new products that don't follow the refill model. Mm. I definitely am on board and hear what you're saying with regard to instead of <laughs> traveling all over the world, if we had to put a number to those carbon emissions, keeping everything within a 400 mile radius is certainly prudent. Is it the same with the packaging trash though? I know you mentioned at the outset you were, like most of us, sad when an Amazon package didn't arrive at the doorstep during COVID. I felt the same way too. My kids felt the same way. It was really a come to Jesus moment. But is it the same with the packaging, the trash as well? It absolutely is. Think about the very first, I'm just going to pretend you use the same thing as I did. Remember Bonnie Bell and lip smackers and soft lips from back in the day? <laughs> if you're an 80s or 90s kid, look, that's just sitting somewhere on the planet. That first product that you use as a little girl is just sitting somewhere on the planet. It actually never degrades. So if you can reduce your thinking to that 
And then you think about how many people there are on this planet. And we are professional consumers, especially in the United States. It's what we do. We get so excited. And thanks to Instagram and TikTok, we get sad if we don't purchase. We're purchasing animals at this point. So when you think about most packaging never degrading and the millions of people that there are on this planet and how much we're actually purchasing, that's where I get a little tripped up. And I say it's absolutely about the trash. I want to ask you a question about your mascara tubes, because we are living in a post-pandemic world and mascara is a beauty product. What about the cleaning of the tubes and the wands? I'm guessing I would have lots of listeners who are thinking to themselves, that doesn't sound sanitary. We honestly modeled our business after the medical industry. Most people don't really think about this, but think about every surgeon, every dentist, every nail tech, they're using the same tools over and over again on multiple patients a day invasively, right? Like I'm talking of our stuff, we actually dismantle and make it completely new again, but they actually use the same tools invasively on multiple patients a day. And you think about your silverware that goes in your mouth that sometimes gets passed down from generation to generation. That's also a form of steel. These products are meant to last. The reason they're able to use them over and over again, especially in medical and dental, is everything has to go through this triple medical grade cleanse. And we identified that vendor to make sure that when the goop and bacteria and everything gets cleaned out of our tubes, we're actually given a certificate that legitimizes each cleanse to make sure that there's absolutely nothing left on these bottles before we send them back to be refilled. So it's a very, it's a substantiated process that we get the certification and it's the same one that's been used in the medical business for years and years. So we're not doing anything new. We're just following something that's already been put into use forever and ever. Mm -hmm. I love that because <laughs> I don't want goopy old mascara that some other stranger used. So I'm glad there's the certification in place. I feel as though knowing my listener base, they're listening to our conversation right now and they fall into one of two camps. On the one hand, they're thinking the subscription model is either too expensive or too stressful the sending back of something. And I just don't know if I personally can do it. So th there's that camp. And then on the other camp, there's the people that say, our problems, our environmental problems are so big, the solution is not to buy a better mascara or a better peanut butter or a better salad dressing or whatever it is that with the refillable. The solution is to stop wearing mascara and to stop buying commercial peanut butter and salad dressing, etc. Do you have any words of encouragement for people in both of these camps who are interested but remain skeptical? Sure. I think one thing that I've learned coming out of COVID is that at the basic core of humanity, we're all searching for three things right now. One is products and brands that understand us and that save us time because all of us are more time starved than ever. We're all professional multitaskers at this point. The second is truth, brands and products that are transparent about what's actually in them and what they're actually doing for your body and how they're sourced and are they ethical and like really allowing people to peek behind the curtain and see what's really going on with these brands and products. And then the next one is trust. 
does the product, whatever it is that you're subscribing to or buying, does it actually work? Because in my case, at the end of the day, you're buying cosmetics. So the reason you buy cosmetics is to hopefully look and feel better. It's the whole point you wear mascara and lip glosses. You want to look and feel better. But if you don't like them and if you don't trust them and if we're not honest and we're, if we're not saving you time, then why buy into Izzy? So those three things were really important for me and nailing them down. We know for sure that when it comes to clean and sustainable, there is a lack of trust. A lot of times people feel like, I don't know if it's not, if it doesn't look and feel exactly like the rest of my products and brands that I don't know if I trust it or does it really work? So the thing for us was on our team, we're beauty veterans. We've all been in this business forever. So we know exactly how things should look and feel and how they should work. So those three things, the time, the trust, and the truth. If you are skeptical, that's the reason why we have one-time purchases. You actually don't need to subscribe right away. Try before you subscribe or try and like, who cares if you don't like us, then moving on, you tried and that's it and no hard feelings. Well, I love that you offer that one time try because I personally am super skeptical of subscription services myself. It just makes me a repeat consumer, perhaps if I don't want to be. Tell my listeners where we can learn more about Izzy Zero Waste Beauty. Yeah, you can go right to our website, which is youriszy.com. And everything is right there. I would love to offer you guys 20% off with the code IZZYF20. It works on any of the one-time purchases or membership plans. And I just hope you love Izzy as much as I do. Well, Shannon, I want to wish you so much success moving forward. And thank you not only for coming on the show, but also for taking your pandemic moment and choosing to go in a direction that favors the planet. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Listeners, that's a wrap. Show notes are at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 305. Big thanks to Shannon. Big thanks for coming on with a discount code. I will see you on Thursday where we are talking all about low waste, minimal packaging, zero waste packaging, snacks for our lunchboxes and our kids' lunchboxes. I will see you on Thursday where we're getting into all of that. See you then and take care.